0: Welcome to the Whistleblower Newsroom. I'm Christina Borgeson. As COVID vaccine deaths and injuries rise significantly beyond those caused by all other previously approved vaccines, as the declaration and management of the COVID pandemic continues to wreak havoc on lives and economies globally, and as heads of state continue to call for more vaccinations and more restrictions of public movement, lawyers around the world armed with scientific proof and research showing the corruption behind COVID related decisions, killing their country's economy and citizens are turning to the courts for relief and justice. None have been more relentless and successful in their efforts than India's lawyers, whose legal submissions are now being used as roadmaps by lawyers in other countries, which is why they are closely followed on this program. Back today is Dipali Oja, head of the Indian Bar Association's legal cell to talk about a string of successes in India, including a big win against YouTube censorship of COVID-related content that, while scientifically accurate, goes against official narratives. She'll be discussing the filing also of the world's first murder case against Bill Gates, his Indian partner Adar Punawala and other government officials for the vaccine death of a 23-year-old Indian man. Welcome back to Polly.
1: Thank you, Christina, for having me on the show today.
0: So let's start with your successes. Give me, give me the list.
1: Yes, sure. I'm happy to share a list of successes here in India on the legal front. Uh, we start with the first one, with a medical exemption in the state of Maharashtra. Now, the state of Maharashtra on 8th October has come up with a new circular, which states that the definition of a vaccinated person will include the following three categories. First being the person who has taken both the doses of vaccine and a period of 14 days has passed after the second dose. The second one is regarding the medical exemption, which states that any person who has a medical condition that does not allow him to take corona vaccine is exempted, but he or she has to take a certificate from a recognized doctor who would certify that, yes, there exists a medical condition. And the third is about people under the age of 18 years, even they are exempt. Now, this medical exemption is a big win. At present, we have medical exemption only in the state of Maharashtra. There are 27 other states and now we have spread this message across all the states. See, mainstream media has not highlighted this enough. That medical exemption has been granted. As a result, people in Maharashtra are also some people are unaware of this medical exemption. And for them, it's like mandates and they have to go in for corona vaccines. So because media is blocking this crucial information, we are trying our level best to have this message spread across other areas also and now we get to know that people in other states are also going to push for medical exemption now medical exemption is just like a standby or you know it won't solve all the problems because we are also trying to get the orders the unconstitutional orders the illegal orders which are passed by bureaucrats the administrative officials washed from the courts of law but till then at least we have some reprieve in terms of medical exemption because There are many people who either do not follow or they do not go in for the allopathy medicines. They follow alternative streams of medicines and they have been doing this for their entire life.
0: Oh yeah, the traditional Ayurvedic. uh...
1: Yes, yes, Ayurvedic, homeopathy, naturopathy, or any system or, you know, the uh, uh, stream of medicine which they believe in and which has been followed in their particular household for many years now. And Ayurvedic,
0: so, there's some Ayurvedic medicines that work extremely well for COVID, Yes, right?
1: yes. In fact, uh, Christina, in the state of Andhra Pradesh, it is a state in Southern India, there has been an order passed by the High Court of that state, which says that th- there was a concoction, essentially an Ayurvedic mixture, prepared by one person by name, Dr. Anandayya, and his concoction had proved to be very effective in curing covid-19 so and of course there was opposition in you know using this particular um, medical mixture for covid and the case had gone to the court but court high court had come up with a judgement that this medicine should be provided to all the people we have uploaded this particular judgement on our website website of indian bar association so you see, uh, well, you should other... also
0: post. You know, you should also post that concoction, like th- th- this doctor's concoction, because that's important too. Yes. By the way, these exemptions. What about people who have had COVID and have not been vaccinated, but have had COVID and have natural immunity? What about right. those people?
1: Right. So here, uh, we we have a list of doctors who are providing these certificates. So. The formats might differ, like some doctors have prepared a very exhaustive format, which factor in the natural immunity, because, you know, this is a, this is a very typical question, very obvious question that comes up because uh, since people who have recovered from COVID naturally, they have antibodies and uh, the Israeli study has proved that natural immunity after recovering from COVID, it's 13 times more robust than the vaccine-induced immunity. So, in fact, it is in the medical judgment of doctors, if he gets all the papers and he has the patient history, then they are actually mentioning the reason that a person has recovered from COVID and has the natural immunity. Hence, I advise not to go in for the corona vaccination because it is likely to cause more harm. So yeah. natural immunity, yes. So doctors And, and also vaccinated. natural
0: immunity protects you against variants which yes, the, the, yes. the vaccines do not. Right, right,
1: right, right. And we have scientific studies supporting this particular uh, claim that uh, it is so robust, the natural immunity is so robust that uh, it can fight any variants that come in future, which is not the case with people who are vaccinated against a particular variant only. In fact, there is a risk that there could be a cytokine storm in people who are vaccinated earlier. And if they come in association with a wild variant, their immune system might overreact and could cause more harm. So you see natural immunity is factored in by doctors while giving the certificates.
0: Oh, okay. And people,
1: people yes, and, and you know, in the last episode while I was here, I talked about the restrictions posed on unvaccinated people here in the state of Maharashtra. They are not allowed to travel by railways, which is a very uh, common and, you know- uh, very If you can't ride the across. train
0: in India, you can't get around.
1: Right.
0: I mean, right. unless and it is it is unless fastest you're rich. and
1: it is it is fastest and cheapest mode of transport. Yeah. So that right. A lot of so people. so you see they are creating challenges and hindrance in those places where you know they can force people to go in for vaccination because their daily commuting or you know their daily needs are being blocked. So this is a writ petition also has been filed in the Bombay High Court, and we have a hearing, next hearing on 6th of December regarding this issue, this particular issue. So, so you see that that on one front, that case is being heard. But in the same time, we are shooting off letters, letters of protest, letters of representation to all possible authorities, all bureaucrats, collectors, as we call here, who are head of the districts here within a state. So, we are writing to them. We are explaining the legal position. We are providing them the judgments, which are already out from four Indian high courts, which say that there cannot be any discrimination between a vaccinated person and unvaccinated person. In fact, there is one judgment uh, from the High Court of Guwahati, Buh- which states that vaccinated person can also be a super spreader. And hence, there cannot be any discrimination and we cannot uh, you know bar unvaccinated people from essential services. Because right now, in interiors, in villages, they have actually stopped people from getting the benefit of food grains which are distributed under public distribution system. They're essentially very poor people and they rely on these food grains, which it's the government scheme through which they get certain amount of food grains every month. So now they are saying that you know those people will not get those food, food grains unless they are double vaccinated. So these are the kind of, you know, mandates which are coming in. It's uh,
0: now, shocking. Now, what I find puzzling and is, is that the central government, that's like the federal government of India, yes. has yes. said vaccines are not mandatory. Right. So by what right do these state governments, are, are these state governments mandating vaccines and, and restricting, people, um, restricting people's access even to food? Uh, right. Because they're not vaccinated, right. by what right? So, this is this is
1: very co- correct what you have stated. The central government has clearly said, and not only through the request for information requests. These are similar to the free, uh, I think the freedom of information re- FOIs that are right. know, being uh, sent right. yeah to countries abroad. So we have got requests for information replies which state that central government says. That vaccination is entirely voluntary. It cannot be made mandatory. In fact, when specific queries were asked, we have got responses from the central government stating that no person can be barred or prohibited from getting the basic necessities or the services or essential supplies cannot be denied. They cannot be linked to the status of vaccination. So, clear replies have been received. But it seems it is a you know it's a malfeasance on part of state governments and the bureaucrats who are administering the affairs of the state who are coming up with these unlawful orders in fact in fact we have been challenging this act this unlawful act of the district administrators in court of law that they are going against they cannot go against what has been set by the central government so yes, that has been challenged. It's, it's like a mischief to you know to put it. Deadly. Mischief, it's mischief. kind of a and deadly disease. mischief.
0: You know, it's a deadly
1: mischief, and they are directly endangering the lives of people by forcing them to go in for jabs.
0: So do you do you have to file? Obviously, you file against the health officials and the heads of those states. You know, the governors of those states, whatever your yes. equivalent is. But do you have to file against all those people in every state? How how would you file against them? Or can you file against the states collectively and have at at the federal government level? How does that work?
1: Okay, see, uh, every state, a person of every state can file in his or her respective high court, the state where he resides, okay? And in certain cases, the Supreme Court, which is the apex court in India, if it is brought to the attention of the Supreme Court that all these matters which are filed in various high courts of India, they deal with the same a common cause, a common matter which is being contested, then it is up to Supreme Court to club all the cases and hear them together so that there is a uniformity in the judgment. It, it will not happen that you know a certain state passes a judgment and the same issue which is being challenged in another state there comes some a very you know, contrary judgment to it. So to avoid landing up in such a situation, uh, the Supreme Court can club all the cases. So at present, you know, there are cases filed in various states. And to come back to the point, um, there is one case which is currently being heard. In fact, two being heard in Supreme Court of India. The last date when this matter was heard was on November 29th, where central government has filed its around 450-page affidavit. So they have they have mentioned everything, including, you know, the adverse event monitoring, because this was one of the points of contention. The petitioner had a point. uh, The petitioner is filed by a medical doctor, Dr. Jacob Puliel. and uh, he has he has called for active monitoring of adverse events, which is currently not happening in India, and that it should be made available to public. It should be transparent. It should be made available to public. This is one of the points. And of course, of course, vaccination not to be made mandatory is definitely uh, a point which is prayed in this particular petition. So this is being heard. Now we have central government's affidavit. So time and again, central government has been reiterating its stand that vaccination cannot be made compulsory in India. So now we are circulating this particular central government's affidavit to everybody so that they can take it up in their respective states and you know they can prevail upon the authorities therein who are passing these unlawful orders.
0: So I notice that like the governor of, I think it's the governor of Maharashtra, however you say that, say I'm sorry. Maharashtra. I'm, um, he's that seems to be seeing the handwriting on the wall or something, because all of a sudden he's coming out and publicly saying, well, we don't want to coerce people, we want to persuade people. And and now they have a campaign, door-to-door campaign to yes. persuade people. So you. you're already having an effect. I, I suppose that all the other heads and and the health ministers and so on in these, you know, heads of, of each of these states, and they, I'm sure they're watching this very closely because, you know, they're, uh, you know, they could be charged with criminal prosecution
1: yes yes uh, the the statement that you just quoted has come in from maharashtra's health minister the state health minister and uh, there is a, a background like you know where the statement is coming in from before he commented this that uh, that you know it should not it should be persuasion and not coercion when it comes to covid 19 vaccines just you know a week back before the statement was issued we had sent letters to all the district heads. They are called as collectors here uh, in in India. So they are are heading and they are leading the administration of the city or the town that is entrusted with them. And in fact, they are the head of the, you know, the disaster management cell of each unit. So they have the the powers to come introduce orders to, you know, it it could be anything. It could be, you know, some action to be taken to um, take care of people who are affected by some natural uh,
0: disaster you know, some incident
1: uh, disaster or some or you know like what we have now in the pandemic so we had shot a letter to each one of them and the letter was also addressed to general public and it was basic it was essentially in the regional language so that we wanted it to reach to the wider masses and it mentioned all the legal position the legal sections and what the judgments have been passed in india Not only for corona vaccines, but vaccination in general. And we said now if you pass orders which are contrary to the existing legal position, the settled legal position, then you would be exposing yourself for criminal prosecution. And if there are any deaths, injuries, caused to people because of your illegal acts, then you will be liable for prosecution for murder. Straight away. And so, and this was widely circulated. Even today, I get mails from, you know, people from several cities who call for a copy of this letter because they want to take the letter to their respective district Good. and show yeah. it to him. Yeah. And in fact, in fact, we had calls directly from the health officers. Now, health officers are appointed under the state government who are in charge of taking ahead the vaccination program in their areas, their designated areas. So they called us at our office at indian bar association and they you know they, they were trying to question us as to you know why we have issued such a letter why we are creating a hindrance to the vaccination program and in fact in fact here uh, by courtesy of uh, mr bill gates we have uh, you know uh, workers health workers they are called as asha workers now these asha workers go home to home in villages and they would generally check for you know every house whether polio vaccines have been given whether, you know, all the doses have been taken on time. Now, these health officers, when they called us, they had a complaint. They said that our ASHA workers are refusing to go to homes and, you know, uh, talk about COVID vaccination because they say that they would be charged with murder. If something goes wrong, they would be charged with murder.
0: And would they?
1: So so this happened for almost 8 to 10 days after which the statement came in from the health minister saying that okay it has to be persuasion and not coercion and then there are war rooms which are being set up so at least you know to, on paper they are saying that we will call each and every home where we see unvaccinated people and we'll try to understand what is the reason why are why are they not going in for vaccines but then but then what the feedback that we get from general public is in some cases it is actually a, a, a simple query and innocent you know uh, just uh, you know interrogation or rather just getting to know what is the reason behind In some cases, it it is, you know, it gets a flavor of uh, coercion or, you know, like
0: a warning. I'm sorry, when the government comes knocking at your door and tries to persuade as opposed to coerce, it's coercion, you know? I mean, when they come to your door, come on, you know? So that's something I think that, I don't know. I don't know if legally anything can be done about that, but, you know, to say that, that going door to door, knocking. You know, why aren't you taking the vaccine? Is persuasion, and oh, we're just interested. I. It's hard to buy. So in, interestingly,
1: uh, we had you know a couple of videos which went viral here in India. Those were from the interior, the villages in Maharashtra, where you know these health people, uh, health workers, reached the homes of these villagers, and uh, now this particular villager, he. Looks like he is not someone who is tech savvy, who might be, you know, surfing internet every day, Facebook, but he's aware that there have been deaths in his village, and those deaths were immediately, you know, they happened after the vaccination. So we see the person is denying that he will definitely not, he's ready to consume poison, but he would not go in for vaccination. This is what they're saying. And then they are ready with the stamp papers, the court stamp papers, and they would tell the workers that look, there have been deaths and we know that this vaccine may cause death. I do not want to take the risk. So are you ready to put it on a stamp paper, on an affidavit saying that if anything goes wrong after we take the corona vaccine, you would take the responsibility and you would take the responsibility of entire all family members of my house. So now they don't have any answer to this question so we you know in villages they, they might not know what is world health organization what is gavi what has bill gates done but certainly they have their eyes and ears wide open and uh, you know we see awareness has been on the rise even in the interiors and
0: well in i think that's dogs. thanks to your work along with that of of, of some of these other organizations because one of the things that's that you're doing that i don't see happening for example here is that your uh, legal organization and the lawyers that you deal with are working closely with research organizations, people who do research and with people who do outreach. And, and that's making, I'm sure, all the difference in the world. And I'm sure the, courts, the courts are noticing that, right? I yes. mean, they're yes. certainly noticing. I find yes. I'm very interested in, in a petition to India's Supreme Court that you guys have done uh, to disclose uh, trial data and make it publicly available, so people can know how the trials were done. I don't know. I don't know if you're aware that a group here in the United States they they uh, filed a Freedom of Information Act request. They're called uh, Public Health and Medical Professionals for Transparency. Uh, filed a FOIA with uh, FDA for documentation used, for the documentation they used to approve Comirnaty, which is the Pfizer vaccine. Yes. And the FDA came back and said, oh, it's going to take us 55 years to release this stuff. And, you know, they, you know, so they sued the FDA. And so far they got, they got just the first 91 pages and the first 91 pages show that within the first 2.5 2.5 months of the Pfizer shots rollout, Pfizer received 42,086 reports of adverse events, including 1,223 fatalities.
1: Oh my God. That's yeah. So high. So ideally, ideally, going by the laws around the clinical trials and new vaccines. These vaccines should have been withdrawn by now. I mean, we call them vaccines, they are not vaccines per se, but looking at the numbers of deaths and injuries, these vaccines should have been recalled by now, which are not being done.
0: But Dipali, Dipali, let me ask you something. Is that another legal avenue to pursue? I Everybody keeps saying these vaccines are not vaccines. So, all the indemnity uh, surrounding these vaccines and their deaths and adverse events, you know, are, are, are predicated on these things being vaccines, meaning yes. the definition of a vaccine. Yes. So, and and I was looking up, I cause I thought, oh, this is interesting. So I, I looked up the definition, I'm trying to find it now, the definition of a vaccine. And, and clearly what people are being given does not meet. The, defi- the definition of a vaccine is a biological preparation that provides active acquired immunity to particular infect- to a particular infectious disease. Vaccine typically contains an agent that resembles a disease causing microorganism and is often made from weakened or killed forms of the microbe, which is not the case its toxins or one of its surface proteins. So if this is not the case with what people are being injected with, is there a legal case to be made that the use of these things and calling them vaccines in itself is criminal?
1: Right. at present, uh, there's, there's no petition to my knowledge here in India, and, but, but I'm sure there are uh, you know, certain groups which are contemplating filing this petition. In fact, there are many uh, other um, point of contentions also, whether these vaccines are really vaccines as per the scientific definition, or it could be the RT-PCR tests being challenged, which is also one of the petitions which is currently being compiled, and it will go into courts very soon. And also about the masks. We have these uh, irrational mask mandates, which, uh, you know, there are studies which show here in India when we put uh, the request for information uh, asking them as to what are the studies that are being relied on for introducing these mask mandates. And we got a clear reply that there are no studies that we have, which we have relied on. Yes, this is the reply. So you see, and now, now when well, you, know, now that you the... have
0: that reply, what legally, what legal recourse do you have to? say okay well then why use no so then that?
1: we then we then we go to the courts and we file a writ petition we we mention all the facts that you know these are the mask mandates what damage or possible harms that uh, you know wearing masks for long hours would cause to a person moreover there are no studies which justify wearing of masks so this is the way we would present and in fact this petition is in the making and it would be filed in the court very soon right now there are a lot of you know there is a very um, serious violation of fundamental rights of people here in India wherein they are made to wear masks and if one is caught not wearing the mask, the fines which are levied are exorbitantly high exorbitantly I mean it could it could even be a daily salary of a person. It's wow. so high. yes So because we have daily wage earners here who would go out and you know work for the day and earn their daily wages. So if such a person is caught not wearing a mask, maybe he would just end up paying his entire day's earnings as a fine. So this is the way that, you know, uh, it's like very stifling situation out here. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and uh, one, one, one important point, which we have noted in the central government's affidavit, which just came along on November 29th, is there is no indemnity here in India to vaccine manufacturers. They have mentioned it on the affidavit. Yes, in fact, we don't have Pfizer and Moderna here in India as of now. We just have a uh, COVID Shield, which is AstraZeneca, and Covaxin, which is a indigenous vaccine here made by Bharat Biotech. So, in fact, th- this was the issue between uh, because Pfizer and Moderna had were insisting on the indemnity, where the government would be paying off where if there are any compensation claims. So. It seems that was a point where the
0: government was like, "Mm, forget that.
1: So, so so this is a very good thing, and we are like all uh, excited to know that it has been placed on affidavit. There are no, there's no indemnity to the vaccine manufacturers in India. So, you see, our road is clear now. We can go ahead and prosecute them.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing. So again, we come to the COVID task force and the fact that you guys have already put the ask, you know, you put in your legal notice telling the health minister, the federal central government health minister, listen, you got to get rid of your COVID task force people who are in bed with, it's very interesting. You call it the vaccine syndicate. You make it clear it's, it's Bill Gates and, and it all, you know, yes. And, and you know, here in the United States, people, I, I don't hear of any legal actions or activities even using that term, that there's a vaccine syndicate that's, syndicate. that's operative, you know? And so that already, I think that that, that puts you ahead of sort of in, in the trying to get justice and accountability department ahead of the US, I don't know about other countries if they talk about the vaccine syndicate. So talk about that, talk about um, any responses yet or what's going on with that?
1: Uh, We have not received any official response but uh, we see our success lies in the fact that children's vaccination program which was scheduled to commence uh, towards the end of October this year has not begun as yet. And now we have, we have written to them about you know, how there is no need to vaccinate healthy children. And uh, in the last uh, interview, I had mentioned about you know, the U-turn that one of the doctors had taken. She is a part of the working group of the National Task Force, Dr. Gagandeep Kang. So a few months ago, she was insisting on children uh, you know, to get vaccinated before the schools were reopened. But after our letters and our representation went on to the health minister, Federal health minister, you see, this particular doctor has taken a U-turn, and in fact, they have not yet begun, and uh, they are trying to, you know, uh, you know, slowly, uh, surreptitiously, you know, introduce some some uh, things around children's vaccination. Now they are saying they would start with children with comorbidities. Now even we are going to contest even that because are there any studies which would support? You know, oh, that's even worse, vaccine.
0: children with comorbidities. Yes, do they yes. need a vet, that vaccine on top of that, on top of right. whatever they have?
1: So they are attempting to do it, but I, as I said, we are going to oppose uh, that as well. So at present, uh, children's vaccination is on halt. We, they, they have not yet started, or rather they have not dared to start it yet. So they're trying their level best. They are very desperate. In fact, uh, you know, you would be surprised to hear, a few days back, National Daily, the mainstream media, reported that there are several doses unused of Covishield vaccine and in fact how many it doses? how many several doses? Doses. several doses several doses lacks of doses which are which are you know, there's a stockpiling of vaccines unused vaccines and it would be a good idea this is what they reported it would be a good idea to start children's vaccination to utilize these doses can you imagine oh my can you imagine God.
0: Oh my God, it's like, so oh, we got to sell these things. Got to get those kids online for vaccines.
1: Exactly, so just wow. just look at them. I mean, they are like, uh, wow. to put it straight, they're actually criminal syndicates. They don't care for anybody. They just want to earn as much as they can and you know, at our cost. So and that's the reason why we call them vaccine syndicates, vaccine mafia, pharma mafia.
0: That brings us to the world's first murder case against Bill Gates and Adar Punawala, who's head of the Serum Institute in um, in India. Uh, along with so talk about talk about who brought this case, you know, uh, and and why and how you're gonna and and how your uh, legal petition breaks or your lawsuit breaks breaks down the legal reasons why. This guy should, should, uh, this case should, they, this guy should win this case against it.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, so there was this 23-year-old healthy man by name Hitesh Kadwe staying here in Mumbai. Now he wanted to resume his work. He, due to lockdown and some, you know, some circumstances, he had not resumed his work. And to resume his work, he had to commute by railway to his place of work and to commute by railways he had to take a monthly pass which is issued by railways and now to avail of that service of the monthly pass there was a condition to get double vaccinated. As I mentioned in the state of Maharashtra we have this condition to get back double vaccinated in order to travel by railways and railways is very cheapest mode and it's uh, you know it's very popular so anybody would prefer to go by railways otherwise one would just end up, uh, you know, consuming the whole salary on just commuting. So people would want to travel by railways. Now to meet this condition, he went in for the first dose of vaccine, the Covishield vaccine. And after he was administered the first dose, within three hours, he got a severe headache. His mom was out for work and he told his friends that he was not feeling well, so he was to you know go back and rest at his home and at at home, he was alone, all alone. So in, I think, less than three or four hours of time, he was dead. Whoa. And when his mom came back, his mom tried to contact him. He, there was no response on his telephone. They had to literally break open the door of his house and take him out. And it was like all over by then. So they have registered a case with AEFI. It typically takes uh, you know a few months to get that case investigated. They have registered. This is what the mother has informed us. So this petition, which is filed in the Bombay High Court, is filed by Hitesh, the deceased man's mother, Kiran Yadav. She has filed it. So uh, she had tried to register uh, for you know a case with the local police, who did not cooperate.
0: Then Why? She wrote,
1: Why? So they, they were just dilly dallying. They did not act oh. fast. So she she wrote she wrote a letter to the police authorities, the Director General of Police here in Maharashtra. Again, she did not get a favorable response. So she wrote to all possible authorities, including the governor, who is the head of the state. Now, since she did not hear for a month, as per the laws here in India, a person is free to approach the court to get redressal of his or her grievance. So that's why after a month had passed, she has filed this writ petition in the High Court of Bombay. It is filed on 25th of November. And now we have the case number also for this case. Now she has mentioned the facts as to what made her or what forced her son to go in for the shield vaccine and how it is being falsely claimed by every government and every government authority that the vaccine is 110% safe. 110%? 110% huh? safe. So we have videos of you know these typical uh, people who are you know part of the national task force or who are politicians who come and say the vaccine is hundred percent safe and one should just go and uh, get vaccinated without hesitating even for a second. So she has mentioned these facts and looking at these, her son went in for he he thought maybe yes it is safe and he went in for the vaccination and he, he paid up very dearly. He paid up with his life. He lost his life. And then in the petition, we have we have uploaded this petition on our website, and uh, she has cited all the RTIs, the request for information replies, which say that you know the central government saying that it is not compulsory everything. And then she has cited all the scientific studies which have come in, which say you know what are the possible damage or harm that these vaccines can cause. And uh, in that, she has also referred to one case. It is of a doctor, a 34-year-old female doctor, a dentist, who died after first dose of Covishield. This was in, this was very early. Like she had taken her first dose uh, towards the end of January. So that was when in India they made all the frontline health workers take the jab on a priority. So she was a doctor, so she had to take the jab, and within less than a month she faced several complications and she passed away within a, a month's time due to those complications and her case was referred to the national committee which investigates the deaths after following vaccination we have something like aefi which is adverse event following immunization and there is a national committee to monitor aefis so this particular doctor the dentist case was referred to by her parents and the report was released on 2nd of october by this national committee which states that there is a causal relationship between vaccination and her death oh so you see it's a clear case so the report has been attached so this is a very clear cut evidence mm-hmm. and you know something very interesting rather disturbing in this doctor's death is She was facing complications for which she was admitted in all, you know, reputed hospitals here in New Delhi. And during this time, her father had written to Covishield's team, you know, asking them if they could help him to find out some solution which would help his daughter recover. So we have the emails wherein the father had asked Covishield's team that had they noticed something similar in the clinical trials. There was a blood clotting, what we call as thrombocytopenia. Yeah. And and can you imagine the COVID shield team wrote back saying to her to, to her father that COVID shield does not cause brain clots. It is not. <sighs> and, wow. and The same thing was cited in the AFI committee's report that in fact thrombocytopenia was the cause of her death. So you see, this case is also being um, mentioned here, and it's a loud proof. What else?
0: What? What more evidence do we need? So, okay. So they're asking. Uh, she's asking for 134 million dollars in compensation. In compensation, and she's also asking for a lie detector and narco analysis tests of Bill Gates and others. What is a narco analysis test?
1: Uh, well, narco analysis is it. It happens only with the consent of the accused. So there has to be the accused has to consent. Give his consent that narco test could be administered on him. So essentially, there is some uh, you know uh, a fluid that is being that gets inserted in the body, and it is very closely monitored because the dosage and you know uh, monitoring has to be very close. So a doctor is present and. Uh, you know, after it is being administered, uh, the person, you know, goes in like a trance-like state. Oh, it's and like a truth being... serum. Yeah, 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 kind of, kind <laughs> of.
0: Truth okay, serum. so, yes. all right. So you filed this, right? And basically you're talking about, um now, the, why did you file it against Bill Gates? He owns, is he part of COVID Shield? What, what is his he, role?
1: He, he is partner along in the, manufacture of covid shield
0: with adar Punawal. So he, he has
1: invested yes he has invested in
0: uh, this uh, so it's his
1: manufacture he's a partner yes, yes it's
0: his product and,
1: and yes and of course uh, you see this peti- this petition of uh, kiran yadav the mother of diseased man this also talks about the hpv vaccine trials the unauthorized trials that had happened way back in 2009 in india wherein eight tribal girls died
0: and you so- see Basically, there's a criminal, there's a pattern yes, of criminal incidents.
1: Yes, yes, It's a yes. history. Yeah. And you, you know what? There was a protest event on uh, 20th November here in Mumbai where this mother, Kiran Yadav, had come in and she said she was weeping, continuously weeping. And she said that she has lost her son, no amount of compensation, you know, would bring her son back. But she would not want more Hitesh to lose their lives. Nobody should lose their lives, right? And especially this, this statement has more relevance, uh, you know, in the light of children's vaccination, which they are very desperate to introduce. It, it is for everybody, even for adults. But then, I, and you know what? She just had one son, only son, and she's alone now. She doesn't have a parent. So she said, I, I had only one, you know, Hitesh to look after, and I used to look forward to him and my future, present, everything oh, was- I mean, the Hitesh. loss
0: of a son. Yes. So only some, It's not unimaginable. I, I just, but now you also talked about a part of the law that you cite in terms of <clears throat> the amount of money you're asking for, which <clears throat> really isn't that much if you consider the amount of money that these, these, <laughs> the vaccines are making. But you, you cited um, a Glaxo uh, case yes. with GlaxoSmithKline. Could you right. talk about that? Yes.
1: So, uh, this U.S. Department of Justice, we have this document from U.S. Department of uh, Justice, which uh, says that U.S. GlaxoSmithLine had to pay compensation uh, for hiding the side effects of, uh, I, I think it's MR vaccines, uh, measles, Yeah, measles and yes. rubella
0: vaccines, rubella. yeah.
1: Right, right, right. And uh, in fact... Uh, and also compensation- Paxil
0: and, well, and uh, another one, right? Paxil in children, which is an antidepressant, I believe. Right, right, right. So, so basically, they they lied about these products the and put them out. Yes. Yeah, and put them right. out there, and, and ended and We up have to...
1: we have judgments here in India which say that life of uh, you know any Indian, any any person, any human being, it's not lesser. So, if a person in America is getting compensation, we we certainly can demand the same level of compensation here because human lives unequal. They are same. It's not like well, a particular person in a developed country would demand more compensation unlike you know somebody in a developing country.
0: Now, I'm going to ask you an obvious question. People are going to say, oh, yeah, they're going after Bill Gates. Oh, yeah. So what happens? Does he get a notice from from you guys or how does that happen, Bill and, and uh, Adar do, what what? How do you let them know that they're being sued for murder
1: right now as far as uh, you know the bill gates case is concerned there is only already a case in supreme court of india related to the hpv vaccines case
0: and the so last date
1: yes it, the last date in the case the matter was heard last way back in 2018 so we can now obviously guess you know we need to find out why the matter is not being heard so that is one aspect of it so now, the, this particular petition, if you refer to the prayers, what petitioner has prayed in this petition is yeah. that the concerned officials should conduct an investigation and prosecute whoever is found to be guilty or whoever is found to be suspicious, accused. You know, in the course of investigation, and of course, we have given names. We have not only not only of Bill Gates and uh, Adar Kunavala, we have given names of the, the drugs controller also because. We have a statements coming in from Drug Control of India who says that vaccines are hundred 110% safe. So everybody, even if it could be Dr. Swaminathan, who has also issued a similar what statement- control, and a What
0: control is that? Doc control? What? Drug, drugs control. Drug, in control. Drug control. Similar yeah. to FDA,
1: FDA in US. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: okay, oh yeah. Yes. Sure. Oh wow, so you're going after everybody all the way yes, down the line. Yes, every,
1: everybody who is saying that vaccines are safe and one should not hesitate and go in everyone would be, you know, arraigned and made a party in this and we would we be now Now this is this is in court, so court will hear us what, what is, you know, our prayers and what are, what is it that we are demanding and what are the grounds. So everything is so clear. So we will see to it that the investigation is initiated and moreover, as I said, there are antecedents in India. It's not the first time that Bill Gates has come after our lives. He has been doing it since a long time.
0: Now, I wanna talk about YouTube because yes. a lot of people are gonna be interested possibly in following in, in uh, your footsteps. So talk about this, uh, nice. Virendra Singh and his channel and so on, what happened?
1: Right, so uh, this person by name, uh, Mr. Virendra Singh had a YouTube channel by name, Vaccine Testimonials. So essentially, I guess the, the people who you know faced adverse effects Shared their views, shared their thoughts on this channel. Now, this channel was deleted by YouTube. After which, uh, Mr. Virendra Singh approached us and we drafted a legal notice claiming for 1000 crores rupees, which converts to 135 million. Again, 134 crores.
0: million. That's yes. Me. Of
1: yeah. course, of course. Because because they are muzzling our free speech yeah. and they are not letting the uh, adverse effects, you know, being known made known to other people. So uh, this notice was drafted and it was sent out to YouTube. And you know, after uh, some, around around a month's time- Well, now you Mr. sent it
0: out. You sent it out. I, it's very interesting, the people that you sent it out to. You sent it out to the local uh, YouTube- uh, YouTube head. Head. And the
1: Google,
0: yes. And Google, because they own Google. YouTube. You had it to send yes. it to the CEO of YouTube in the United States, and then the CEO of Google In the United States, who happens to be an Indian guy, by the way, right? Yeah. (laughs) So okay, so you sent it out to them, all right? And 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 okay, so continue the story here.
1: Yes. So um, you see, the notice is very exhaustive, and it states, uh, you know, how uh, the right to free speech should not be muzzled, and there are uh, international laws which are also being cited in the notice. And
0: um, you course, also uh, talk about how muzzling this particular free, muzzling free speech, but on top of that, you're also muzzling the truth that can save yes. lives and yes. you're promoting lies that are killing, that that are that are helping to kill people because right. they're lies about, okay, right. which, which I find very interesting, you know, that, that, you know, you're talking, you're connecting free speech with uh, people's lives. Yes. You know, yes, because if they don't have certain information, if they don't have good scientific information, then they might make decisions that are- Right. They would, they would fall prey
1: to this narrative that is being run by right. governments and health organizations here. Right. So, uh, you know, and then after this notice went out, I think after a period of, three weeks or a month maybe, Mr. Virendra Singh suddenly gets an email from YouTube. So, the mail states, Hi, vaccine testimonials. We are pleased to let you know that we have recently reviewed your YouTube account and after taking another look, we can confirm that it is not in violation of our terms of service. We have lifted the suspension of your account and it is once again active and operational. We would like to thank you for your patience while we reviewed this case. Our goal is to make sure content doesn't violate our community guidelines so that YouTube can be a safe place for all. And sometimes we make mistakes trying to get it right. We hope you understand, and we are sorry for any inconvenience or frustration this has caused. If you have any further questions,
0: please feel free to
1: reach out. This is what now the channel is restored.
0: That's very interesting. Because now that his content has been shown to not violate YouTube uh, guidelines, Guidelines. then that can be used by other people to say, well, if he can talk about vaccine injuries, we can talk about the dangers of the vaccine, et cetera, et cetera. If if you could send me links to some of his videos so that people can see what it is that they tried to, um, you know suppress, that would be. I will send. That would I will send across. And and it was interesting to me too. You said you wrote in your petition a couple of interesting things. One was you you pointed to the uh, the a German court right in Dresden. Uh find YouTube a hundred thousand dollars, a hundred thousand euros for wrongly deleting a user's showing massive pandemic lockdown protests in Switzerland. Right, right. even better news from Poland. Do you remember that? Better news from Poland because Poland is actually planning to make censoring social media illegal.
1: Okay, okay.
0: You know, so I, I just find uh I find the whole thing quite amazing that you guys have managed to to do so much, uh, and and that you're so active. What is it? What is it? Do you have coming up now that that people should be waiting to hear about or look for in the future?
1: So now there are multiple petitions coming in, as I said regarding the mask mandates, the illegal and irrational mask mandates, then um, about, there is a separate uh, criminal writ petition, which is being filed for this doctor's death, which I just explained, uh, for which we have already have a, the adverse event committee's report, which says that, in fact, vaccination has caused her death. So it's a very clear-cut, open and shut case. So there's a separate... Uh, petition, which will be filed, a complaint, which will be filed for her, you know, and then I am sure, uh, you know, these are going to just now, uh, the yeah,
0: game changer. Yeah, yeah, because I'm, I'm also wondering <clears throat> if the formula for the, well, that's the, that was called the AstraZeneca. Um, yes, uh, the AstraZeneca. AstraZeneca. Formula. That's, that's, right. that's the formula. I wonder- And you know something, sorry what? to interrupt. To no, no, go ahead. AstraZeneca is
1: banned in around 11 European countries. So we have, been, we have been bringing the same to the attention as to a particular vaccine, which is just a formula is same, formulation is same. It is just known by the name Covishield in India. So when it is banned in other countries, how come they are for, forcing us or imposing these mandates on us to go
0: in for Covishield? that's totally wrong. But uh, why has the federal government not moved faster on all these fronts that you are presenting to them in your petitions? I don't get it. Well, you see, there's much more than what meets the eye. Uh, It looks like they
1: have, they have already invested heavily in building up stocks. And they were so sure that you know, the narrative that have, they have been purveying all along, this propaganda that vaccines are safe, only vaccines could save people from, you know, COVID-19. So maybe they just want to empty their stocks and, you know, mint more money
0: by bringing in. Why don't they go back to the manufacturers and say, you know what, you sold us, you sold us a, a, a bunch of, uh lies. you're going to have to. We're going to sue you for a lot more than we paid you for these drugs. Why don't they do that? By the way, another statistic that I saw in your petition that was striking was that 86% of of people in Indian hospitals with COVID are vaccinated people. Yes, yes, yes. That is very alarming. That is very alarming. So, you know what? I said, why couldn't the government? sue the manuf- the the vax the vaccine makers mr punawala punawala yes yeah but
1: but there is a possibility that certain corrupt officials are hands in glove with the vaccine manufacturers so who have their vested interest in you know keeping this whole thing alive and running so that there are vaccines there are variants and there are uh, you know these uh,
0: uh, well, the, being I mean, this endless booster because a new variant has exactly. come out and, and, you know the more you boost the more variants are going to come out i mean exactly. it's 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 like uh it's it's the endless jab and of course endless profits too yes but you know we've come to the end of the show but i have to tell you i mean i you know my hat's off to you your team and everybody else working to help you, uh, I think India is is really uh, I'm, I'm following you guys very closely because I think you should be emulated and uh, I look forward to our next chat and talking to you about. Uh, the latest developments.
1: Yes, yes. Okay, thank you so much. Chris.